How's it going this week, everybody? This week I'm gonna be having Violet on and she came on to tell me a really interesting paranormal account she had. Recently lost her father and asked for a sign and she definitely got it, that's for sure. By the way, for those who are new around here, we do have a membership if you guys are interested in checking it out. You get access to episodes two weeks before they come out. You can check that out over at challengetheunknown.com. Thanks for listening. Alrighty, Violet, you're all good to go. Why don't you go ahead and start from the beginning for me? All right. Um, so it starts with in 2017. Um, I was around 16 years old. My dad passed away suddenly from pancreatitis. Um, well, some months passed by. Nothing. I mean, I've never really ever experienced anything like weird in my life. I was very, I'm very like skeptical. Honestly, I didn't believe in any of it. Um, but some months go pass by and this day I'm in my bed and I'm just like really upset and I'm crying and like in my head, I'm, I was kind of like begging for a sign, you know, it was just like, I, I was like really struggling with the idea of never being able to see him again in like an afterlife or anything. Um, so it was getting really tough and I was just crying and begging for like a sign or something and I wasn't really expecting anything at all because I felt like I've asked for signs before and nothing ever happened um but this specific time like I'm I'm just laying there crying and all of a sudden my tv like my whole tv falls off like it, it scared the actual crap out of me um and it just it doesn't make sense that it happened at that specific time. And like this TV had been hung up on the wall. I mean, on this specific wall for, for years. And it was on the wall next to it for a couple of years. I mean, it's, it's never even budged from me slamming the door and, and all types of stuff. And I've always, we've always hung up TVs and, and they've never fought, fell. Like I've never heard of that before, but at this specific moment, it fell and um sorry i'm trying to get my thoughts so did the let's let's start with this so did the did the mount itself the actual part that connects to the tv to the wall break or did the mounts inside the drywall come out like the whole thing like all that was left was whole like the whole thing like just came off and it didn't like, like the other crazy part is it didn't fall just straight down um, it like my dresser underneath was completely like fine. I had a record player, like it didn't mess anything up. It like fell more forward. So it came out, out of the wall, like off the wall forward. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it, it, it's like, it doesn't make sense. Um, in the hole, like, you know how, whenever you hang something on a tack for too long and like the hole starts to get droopy and like, you can obviously tell it's like tearing down on the bottom of the hole. Cause you know what it, the item could have been too heavy or had been hanging up for too long. Well, the holes that were left weren't like that. It was like, it was blown out on the sides and it was just like, I even had a guy come look at it and he said like the moment he saw, he's like, it looks like someone ripped it out. Like it doesn't make sense. Like it, it literally looked like someone ripped it out. Well, and that's, I don't, that's really interesting to me. So 
actually have a screen mounted up on the wall behind the cameras over here. Um, it's about 32 inches and they know me by name at Lowe's because of how many times I had to go back and forth to get the parts to mount that damn thing. Um, but the mounts that I have in the wall and most standard mounts can hold me. So yeah. for something to rip the whole section of the drywall out is a lot of force. So that's, that's very unusual in my opinion. Yeah. And like, and for it to happen at that specific moment, like I said, like I've tried for, I mean, these past couple of years, like I, I kind of written it off and I was like, it has to just be some, some crazy coincidence or like something or like maybe, I don't know, like try to come up with any explanation for it. But I just still can't explain like, why would it happen at that moment when I was like really like upset about my dad and like kind of like talking to him in my head and just begging or something for a little bit of hope just to help me cope with everything. Um, so that kind of makes me, you know, now I look at it like, you know, what if that really was him? And it's like one of those memories too. Like during those days, everything was kind of like blurry, but this specific day in this memory, it's like so clear in my head. Like I could still hear everything, hear the TV fall. And it's so clear, like, like it happened yesterday. And that's why I think it's, it's something more it's like the only thing i've ever happened in my life that makes me like believe there's more you know so what do you think these things are you know do you do you believe that they're they're human do you believe that they exist in different light spectrums like a po one of the popular beliefs is that what do you think it is i don't know um <laughs> I mean, I don't, I've never, I don't, I've never really believed in ghosts, but like, I feel like it, it, it is kind of like an afterlife, you know, like maybe he exists in some type of other form, you know, or something exists in some type of other form. Like, I don't really know how to describe it. I don't, I cause it's also like, you know, I don't, ghosts, like, I don't know. It, it, I wouldn't say it's a ghost. I don't really know how to explain it. But I do think there's more like some another form, maybe I don't know how he would be able to do that or how that would happen. I really don't know. You know, it's it's really interesting. You know, I I've talked to a lot of people while doing this show and I've talked to people who are anywhere from like your average blue collar individuals and the stories range whenever it comes to this kind of stuff, because there's so many different experiences. I've talked to people yeah. who describe very little things, you know, like they hear stuff at night or they see something out of the corner of their eye. And then there's people that I talk to that have very intense, very violent encounters with unseen forces. And it, you know, it really makes me wonder what's going on. There was a girl that I had on my show twice and she described very dark, like demonic stuff. And, you know, I'm very careful with that word because I feel like the word demonic is very commercialized now and you know everything's a yeah. demon nowadays you know every tv show is like oh that's a demon you know and but with her it's very very interesting because she described being dragged and uh like a family member had a crucifix rip, ripped off her neck and oh, wow. after our interview um my camera started to shut down uh, randomly throughout the day i had all kinds of equipment failure i heard tapping on windows at night and Dang. one of the weird things is, is uh, there was a bathroom, right? And the bathroom would, the door would randomly be shut and the lights would turn on when there was nobody in there. 
So, you know, it. I've seen stuff at this point. There's a lot of weird stuff that goes on, you know, and... Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it's people's minds playing tricks on them at this point, you know. These are yeah, that's what I always believed. Honestly, I always like ri- like wrote it off. When people told me stories, I would always in my head just be like I thought it was bull crap, and you know, there was probably like they maybe their mind was messing with them, or maybe you know, there's like some type of explanation or why the door shut like that, you know. But this experience I had was that one time that it's like. It, like I, I just can't explain it. Like it, it, <laughs> I can't. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. So, is this really the only experience that you've had from like a paranormal? Yeah, yeah I mean, my mom. Like growing up, my mom always like she was. I was raised Catholic, and she's got Catholic or whatever. But she told me the story. We used to live in a house she called the Hell House, and she would always tell me these like crazy stories and. And like, you know, and I never, it's like, it's my own mom, but I can never truly believe her because she is Catholic and, you know, she wrote it off as like a demon, you know, and, and even my dad, but the thing is my dad was skeptical and like whenever he would talk about the story, he would be like, I don't really know. Like, I I can't even explain what happened in that house. So it kind of made me believe it because even he couldn't explain it, you know, it was like another person experienced it too. But I was I was way too young to even remember any of it. She just tells me like weird stories of like I was taught as a kid. I would talk about there was like a dark angel in the house and like at like two or three years old, like I jumped up and I was like, pray for me, mommy, pray for me, like like some weird crap. And, you know, I, I, I can't really believe it because I just don't remember it. But like, yeah, no, I never really had anything like sometimes I would even wish to have like like a crazy experience so like I would believe but I also don't know if I was just being so skeptical that like if anything were to happen that I just kind of immediately like ignored it you know but yeah this was like that was the one experience and even at the time I still like didn't believe in it wasn't until just recently that I was thinking about it because it kind of bothers me that I can't explain it and it's like now that I think about it it's really starting to make sense that Maybe there is more, you know, instead of just trying to ignore the fact, you know. 100%, you know, and it's weird. I wish I had an explanation for you on this kind of stuff, but the reality of it is we just don't know what the stuff is. And it's too many accounts to just brush it off as people's minds playing tricks on them, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And another thing is like science, like also that beat into my head of like, Science always says it's all bull crap, and it's. But I don't know. I really think they're kind of wrong now. Now that like there's there are too many experiences for you to just count it off as that. So. Hundred percent. So I guess let's jump into a side topic for fun here. What do you think okay. about um, you know, other? Let me. Let's actually let's backtrack a little bit. Are you involved in any like paranormal groups or anything like that on Facebook or Reddit? No, not really. Um, I'll just kind of read stories. Like it was actually just a couple of weeks ago that I started getting a little more into it of like just reading people's weird experiences and paranormal experiences, but I was never not, I wasn't like active in anything at all. Yeah. I think one of the biggest problems that I have with running a show like this is there are so many 
crazies. I hate to say it, but there's so many crazies associated with these types of topics. Like in the Facebook yeah. groups in particular is really bad. Um, I'm in probably like three dozen different Facebook groups just for like paranormal stuff. And it's all these people that believe everything's a ghost. And it's, it's, it's almost to a cringe level. And yeah, you know, I, I, Part of the show is I want to have a platform where people can come on and comfortably talk about this stuff and not be criticized or ridiculed. And, you know, whenever I get somebody on, I will never sit here and criticize them over their experience, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, like, that's probably why a lot of people disregard a lot of this stuff is because there's so many crazy people associated with these yeah, topics. That was, that was definitely one of the reasons why I, like, kind of, like didn't I just ignored what people would say and just be like, oh, it's it's bull crap, you know? Like I, it's that that's literally the reason why. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely a tough one to do, and I've had people reach out to me where I just you know have to unfortunately tell them you know I don't, I really just don't think you're right for the show because, you know, they just their story's too out there, you know, from what we've established at this point, and I'm and I'm all about telling the whole story, you know, just because I think something might be a little bit farther out there. You know, I, I try not to discount it. I try to ignore any biases there. Yeah. But then there's some stuff where I'm like, all right, now I know you're making it up. Or they'll, while listening to them off the air, or just talking with them back and forth, I'll see holes in their story that are big red flags, you know? And it's part, yeah. of, part of my, like, little vetting process. So let's jump to a, to a different topic here. What's your opinion on, like, a lot of the UFOs, aliens, extraterrestrials, that kind of stuff? You know, Bigfoot, do you believe in any of that kind of stuff? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna be honest, not, not, not really. really. I mean, like, yeah, like aliens, like, I mean, I kind of feel like there's something out there, but like, when people come up with like, oh, like, I got a picture of a UFO or some type of like, evidence or something, I honestly like, don't ever really believe it. I feel like there's too many like fakes and, and just bullcrap on the internet. Like, it's really hard for me to, to believe something like it would have to be from like, a scientist was like, oh, you know, like, we actually found some type of evidence before I would really start to believe in it. That's how skeptical I am about stuff. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's really tough. I would encourage you to, if you really like, like you said, you enjoy these topics and just reading the stories, I would say go watch the Skinwalker Ranch documentary. And... Watch the Joe Rogan podcast with Bob Lazar. Those right. those two will probably really swift your opinion on them. Because like like I said, there's a lot of wackos associated with these topics, but there's like one or two percent of them that have really nutty stories that are really hard to just knock off and say that's not real. That didn't happen. The Bob Lazar story is one of the most interesting for me because it was about a guy that was a propulsion expert that worked at a place called Los Alamos Labs. And he was offered a job at Area 51 or, or a sub base of Area 51. And he went public back in, I think it was the 80s, talking about how he worked on these craft that he didn't understand. And his job was trying to reverse engineer them. And a journalist named George Knapp did the entire story on it. And it was crazy just listening to George Knapp tell the story about how they were trying to erase his history and stuff like that. It was crazy. Oh, wow. And how they were like, 
like everybody that they contacted to try and verify his history, like at Los Alamos Labs and stuff like that, they would tell him, no, this guy never worked for us. But then there was more than enough evidence to prove that he really worked there for a period of time. So it's really interesting. And and the stuff that he talks about, you could tell he's a scientist, like a real scientist. Yeah, he's not like some wacko, like you said. He's not some wacko. Talking about. You know, that lives in an RV with a bunch of UFO photos in his van, you know, it's, yeah. it's not like that. No, he's a real scientist that worked on some stuff. And there's just too much to discount his story at this point. There's too much evidence to show that what he's talking about really happened. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a fun story. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great listen. Would you ever, would you ever go to like a haunted place and, and check it out? Yeah, definitely. Like I've always wanted um to like honestly like live in like a place that's supposedly haunted or maybe someone passed away in the house i've always wanted to like i said i I want to experience stuff and to believe so i definitely would totally be open to that um but i feel like if you're like expecting it also it kind of is like you get a confirmation bias yeah yeah, I, I agree with that. There was a woman that I talked to on the show. It was episode 45 when, when that one aired. Probably one of my top 10, 10 episodes right there for sure. She lived in a house out in Indiana, a farmhouse with her family for a couple of years. And things got so extreme in the house that it was there was something killing their animals and it got so scary and violent that they were all sleeping in the living room together by the end of it they wouldn't sleep in their own rooms like the whole family would go and sleep downstairs in the living room because things got so violent uh the last night they were there they described all the cabinets in the kitchen just started going off like something straight out of a horror movie they were all opening and slamming and the house is apparently sold two more times after that within a 12-year period so yeah it's really interesting you know it's really really scary stuff and you could tell just by the conversation that it was really bothering her talking about it like she wasn't some some person making up a fun ghost story it was something that like some ptsd experience for her and that's terrifying you know i would be i would be absolutely horrified to experience that you know everyone says they want their ghost experience But man, I do not want to be in a house where it's that violent and that intense because I don't think I would ever get over it. And having to live there, you know? Yeah, that's terrifying. I mean, yeah, I do say like I want to experience that thing after that like one experience. I don't know (laughs) if I would want to experience it again. You know, like I just kind of just want to have like another experience. Like, okay, like this stuff is real. Like, you know, you can't deny it anymore. 100%. 100%. I don't think I would want to deal with that, you know, being traumatized and just scared to, like, be in your own house. Like, that really is scary. Yeah, they called the police twice, apparently, because they, they thought someone was actually in the house. It was so real that they called the police Dang. twice. Yep. And yeah, cops terrifying. actually came down, searched the house, and were like, there's nobody in here. And that that really freaks me out, you know. Yeah, and, like, how do you deal? Like, that's another thing is, like, how do you deal with if your house is haunted? Like, 
I mean, I know the whole Christian way of getting a priest. You know, my mom always told me getting a priest to come bless the house. It's supposed to get rid of it, but does it really get rid of it? You know, the spirit or whatever is in the house. Like, how do you deal with it? I've always wondered that. Yeah, that's really interesting. You know, every religion has a different way of dealing with it, which I find really interesting, you know? And when it comes to like exorcisms and stuff, have you read up anything on exorcisms? Um, I mean, yeah, I've, I've heard a little bit about them and my mom, like I said, she's Catholic, so she believes in all that stuff and, and demons and exorcism. So yeah, I've heard a, a good bit about it. You know, a lot of modern scholars today believe that exorcisms are nothing more than like a mental health episode. Yeah. And that the priests were, you know, just going off of it by religion and it was somebody having some type of mental episode and they weren't actually possessed by a demon or whatever and they were just, you know, so it's... It's really disturbing. Like, it's really, really disturbing yeah. to, to think about. But it makes me wonder, you know, it really makes me wonder because some of the accounts from the priests that dealt with this stuff are, is really interesting. One of the most documented cases of the 20th century, the priest described this girl as speaking unknown languages and hanging from the door frame and stuff like that during the exorcism, you know, and I'm like, yeah. that doesn't sound like somebody having a mental episode. Yeah, like when stuff like that happens, yeah, you can't just write it off as like a mental, like that's, I don't know, yeah, that's just too crazy. Like someone jumping up and hanging upside down from the door frame, like that's, that doesn't sound like, because you have to be athletic to do something like that, you know? Yeah. Like if I tried to go and hang myself upside down from my door frame right now into this room, it would... I would probably fall on my on my neck, you know. I'm yeah. Even though I'm I'm more of an athletic build, I I don't think that I could hold myself up and start swinging around like that. And yeah, I don't think most most people could do that. <laughs> right. So for some small girl to just like who's having all these issues, all of a sudden just go and jump on the door frame and start swinging around. I don't I don't I don't think that's mental health. You know, yeah. but at the same time, it's like I always try and be really careful when it comes to mental health because that's a very serious thing, you know, and I don't want to discount anybody's is, issues, definitely. you know, and uh, there was one girl that I had on that actually thought because of the things that were going on, she even went and voluntarily stayed in a mental institution for like a week because she thought she was nuts and they cleared her oh, and were wow. like, they cleared her and sent her home and were like, you don't have any mental issues. You know, and, and but she was experiencing all these really abnormal things in the house. So, Dang, yeah, stuff like that will make you feel like you're going crazy. And, and it's hard also, like, when you tell other people, you know, other people that are skeptical and they just keep, like, saying it's nothing. And then you're just, like, you feel so alone. Like, you don't understand what's going on and everyone else just think it's this. But really, you know, it could be something way more. Yeah, I have people reach out to me, you know, I've had fans that, that write me emails and say, hey, you know, I'm not really like going to come on the show or anything, but I just wanted to tell you that I've episode 10, I experienced the exact same thing, you know, or, or whatever. That's just, you know, for example, so it happens, people see this stuff, and it can definitely take its toll for sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, Viola, we're sitting about 23 minutes, I think we're about ready to wrap it up if you are. All right, yeah, that sounds good. Ronald, thank you very much for coming on, and it was a great conversation. I'm glad you came on to tell your story. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs>